Hasidim who lived close by to Lubavitch had the privilege that they could just travel for one, two, three days and they're by the Rebbe already. Hasidim who lived further away wasn't easy to make the trip to Lubavitch. Each way could take a few weeks. Now, if you have a wife and children and you have, to, you have a job, you have a parnasa that you need to you know, do to help them get money, how exactly are you taking off two months of work or, or a month and a half of work and then also, you have, you have to take care of your kids. You know, who's, who's doing that? So basically, it was a very big deal. Whenever a chassid would announce his intentions, that, he's, that he plans on making the journey, that everyone in town would talk about it. Oh, did he hear? Reb Shlomo is going to Lubavitch. And very often, there would be additional people who would be inspired and say, you know what? I'll go with him once he's going anyways. And in every city that they passed through on their way to Lubavitch, the fellow Hasidim would give them food and a place to sleep and wish them well. Some, some Hasidim in the new town even joined in the, uh, you know, let the, oh, we'll join this group. And by the time the, the group got to Lubavitch, it started off with one guy saying he's going. But by the time he gets to Lubavitch, he could have 40 people with him. Once, such a group came to Lubavitch, only to be told that the Rebbe would not be saying Hasidis. And imagine their feelings of uh, devastation, how sad they were. They traveled for so long, they hadn't seen the Rebbe in years. And they come to Lubavitch, and the Rebbe says, I'm not saying my marim. Now this was at the time when the Tzemach Sedek was under, uh, they were watching him, and, he, and he, he didn't have people in Yechidus for months, for like six months at a time. And it was also, it wasn't just the time, they, they had to struggle for money, to raise money to, to come on the trip. They left behind their families, their businesses, to be inspired by the Rebbe's words, and they come to Lubavitch and nothing. So going to the Rebbe's sons, they poured out their hearts, and they said, we're begging you, please go to, go to your father, the Rebbe, and ask him to say a mimer. But the answer remained the same. The Rebbe said, no, I'm not saying a mimer. Now, Rebbe Hillel was also in Lubavitch at that time, and he heard about their situation, and he, he went up to them, and he says, obviously, you're disappointed, as you say, because you're going to be returning to your towns. You're empty-handed. You have no Hasidis. You heard nothing from the Rebbe. But if you got something, let's say you got something out of this whole trip, would the trip have been worth it? You go, yeah, yeah, of course it would. But, but please, could you ask the Rebbe on our behalf? So smiling, the pillow said, I would like to share something with you. And having their complete attention, you should buy this is a story you could say over by the night of the Seder. And he has their complete attention and he says, We say in the Haggadah by the Dayenus, if Hashem would have brought us to Har Sinai, but he would not have given us the Torah, Dayenu. What kind of thing is that, Dayenu? That's enough? What did we schlep all the way to Har Sinai for if not to get the Torah? It's enough that we went to Har Sinai but didn't get the Torah? Why is that Dayenu? And he said um, that if we would have went to Har Sinai, meaning we would have just witnessed his glory, we didn't actually hear anything, we just saw the glory, that would have been enough. The same thing is over here. Are you able to see the Rebbe? Yes. It's not like the Rebbe is locked in his room. The Rebbe goes to, to, to Minyanim, right? You could daven with the Rebbe. Dayenu, that's enough. 
that the fact that you're in the Dalar Amis of the Rebbe. And sitting down, they fabrained on this concept for the entire time that, we're, that they were in Lubavitch. And they returned home much, much wiser, with happy hearts. And it was a journey that was well worth it. The next story. Since many Rabbanim would come to Lubavitch for Shavuos, the, the reason they can't come for the other Yom Tov, if you're a rub of a town, when's your busiest Yom Tov? Pesach. Pesach, you're sitting there answering Shilas for, for a month before Pesach. You don't have a second to breathe. Um, so Pesach, the, the no rav is going to Lubavitch because they have their own community. And the same thing is Rosh Yom Kippur and Sukkot. They also have Shilas that they have to do with. But Shavuos, what's the Shilas? There, there's not really any specific Shilas for Shavuos. So Shavuos, all of the... All the Rabbanim would come, the Lubavitch Rabbanim would come. That's why it was called in, in Shavuos, it was called, they, they called Shavuos, in, in Lubavitch they called it Chag HaMatzois. Because Matzois stands for Moire um, Tzedek. Right? Moire Tzedek means Rabbanim. So Chag HaMatzois, it's the Yom Tif that the Rabbanim come to Lubavitch. And by the way, that still goes on till today. Shavuos is the Yom Tif that the most Rabbanim from outside of Crown Heights come to Crown Heights. They come for Shavuos. They can't come for Pesach. They can't come for Sukkot and Rosh Hashanah. They come for... They come for because Shavuos is the one Yom where you don't have to be with your community. Anyways, moving right there. Um, and the Rebbe would honor them, the Tzamaq Sadek would honor them by inviting them to a meal on the second day of Yom Tif. And at the Su'udah, the Rebbe would give a pilpul and halacha. In, on in Shavuos, on Shavuos in the year 1853, the Rebbe's pilpul, his uh, discussion in halacha, he discussed what happens when a Bezid realizes that it made a mistake. And the Rebbe, the Tzemach spoke for a long time. He said, when the members of the Bezid who made a mistake are called to Bezidin in Shemayim for their final judgment, they become ashamed and embarrassed when they realize their mistake. And this tremendous embarrassment Together with the pain, that itself is the punishment. You don't have to punish them more for this. The Beis and Shomailah also has to judge and punish them for the outcome of their decision. For example, if a Beis decided that this certain thing is kosher, and because of that, and really it was not kosher, and because of that, many people ended up eating treif, the Beis is not just punished for their wrong decision, they're punished for all the people who ate treif. So the following day, so this, is what, this is what the Rebbe said out of Fabrengen. So the following day, the, the Rabbanim gathered and began reviewing different things of what the Rebbe taught and instructions. And the Rebbe Isaac Pamela was there. And he begins to describe the greatness of Rabbanim of the previous generation who made the Chedim against Hasidus and Hasidim. And he said their knowledge of Torah was tremendous. Their righteousness, their Yerushalayim, it was incredible. Now just imagine the pain and suffering that these giants, now that they're in Shemayim, are suffering because of all the wrong decisions they made about Hasidim and Hasidus. At, at every moment they recognize the truth and they're jealous of a Hasidish wagon driver. Suddenly the pillow let out a deep cry, which everyone's like, oh, the crying. 
And it, 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 everyone could see that it, he didn't just start crying now. You could tell he, was, he had been crying for a while already. And um, so Rabbi Isaac stops in the middle of his sentence and he noticed that uh, he crying. And everyone starts crying with him. No one knows why he's crying. It's just like, crying has a thing that it has an effect. When one baby in a room starts crying, and all of a sudden everyone starts crying, right? So adults are the same way. When, so when you see someone crying, it, it, it awakens in people like a, a, a sadness that you want to, you know, help or whatever it is. And so, so he asks him, he says, what happened? Well, why are you crying? And seeing that everyone's waiting for a, for a reason why he just starts crying like this. So the pillow tried to talk, but he was too emotional to say anything. It's like sometimes a kid comes to me and tries to tell me something happened and he'll go, I'm like, calm down. I can't hear you. You have to speak slowly. Stop crying. It's the only way I can hear you talk. Right? And then you always have people like this. Anyways, so finally, in, if, like as he's talking, he's still crying and tears and everything. He says, what you just said, that's speaking about the original misnagdim against the Hasidim. They were sincere in their opposition, meaning it's not as if they knew the truth and they didn't care and they were just against Hasidim. They really thought that Hasidim was a bad thing. They had no choice. That's the way they felt. So they did it L'shem Shemayim. But today's Misnagdim don't come close to the greatness of the original Misnagdim. Not in their knowledge, not in their learning, not in their how holy they are, not in your Shemayim or anything. In addition, they already recognized the, the, the shtus of their, of their actions. That they, do they really think Hasidim are going to make people not from? Deep down, they know there's no good reason to speak against the Hasidim. And the Rebillo is continuing to talk, like he's struggling to talk as he's crying. And he says, their sin, their Aveda, is beyond imagination. A pity on them in their shame and disgrace. He said, I personally heard from the Rebbe, the middle of Rebbe, he means, in the name of his father, the outer Rebbe, that Avas Yisrael must affect a person even to the point of mitzoy hanefesh. That it really has to bother you and turn over your neshama. So about this story, the Friedrich Rebbe says, it teaches us how much we should have Avas Yisrael even to those who are against us. And that is a trait, that is a character trait that you can only get to by like like a a trait is like that you have certain things about you whether good or bad right so the only way to get to this is through chassidus